Hello, my name is Kelsey, and I made the purchase of a knockoff Lego set today. Welcome to the podcast. Can you take my shift? It's time to gather around the water cooler, everyone, for this week's silly gossip. How was your week, Amy? It was pretty good. I'm really sad. It didn't snow. I was really looking forward to the snow last week, and it just rained, and it was incredibly cold. So I was really upset. And it might snow tonight, but I'm not holding my breath. So, yeah, my week's been okay besides my one coworker who chooses violence every day. I've worked with her this week, and it's just, at this point, it's getting ridiculous. Like, she went on her break today, and all of us at work were like, okay, we have 15 minutes to get out our grievances about her. Let's go. Yeah, no, I went in to visit you today at work, and my God, that woman, like, I don't know if that woman needs a hug or, like, a hobby, or maybe, like, someone should just pull the stick firmly out of her ass. Yeah, like, we don't say names. I'm not going to say names. I think maybe two of my coworkers listen to this, so it's not a big deal. But, yeah, she just wakes up every day, and since she's alive, and God has allowed her to be alive, she's making it everyone's problem. Yeah. No, that's fair. My week was pretty pretty uneventful. I got, we got some sad news. Amy and I, we thought we found the perfect place, because we're, cause we're looking at moving. Mm. We applied, we rushed to get, like, our applications finished, and... They chose a family over us. Now, we are a family, but apparently, in the eyes of this landlord, we were not a family enough. Well, they could also move in a month before we could, so I get it. In the eyes of a landlord, they want money. Yeah, no. So, we have children. Grogu is our child. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) Maybe next time you go look at a place with your boyfriend, just, like, wrap him up in, like, a little blanket and, like, just like keep him in like a baby thing but like cover his face oh sorry it's covid you can't look at the baby don't look at the baby i mean you made him a mess so you know (laughs) you're pretty set do what you need to do to get a place no but other than that yeah my week was uneventful the news cycle has been wild i know last week was a bit of a ranty podcast i mean some people enjoyed it and yay but I thought we might keep it a bit lighter this week, so I don't know if we fully want to divulge into the news. I mean, the news, again, it's the same news as before. People are mad because, like, vaccines aren't being rolled out as fast as they wanted, and they're going by age, and, you know, to each their own people. Wealthy people being disgusting human beings, you know. Yeah, getting fined for all that stuff. So it's... It's its own thing. Yes, it sucks that Kelsey and I probably, and many people our age who all listen to this podcast, we're not going to be vaccinated till, like, late summer. But honestly, as long as I can have, like, a bomb Halloween party or at least see my family for Christmas this year, that's kind of all. That's all that I'm riding on this year. Like, I don't care about anything else. I just want to have a good Halloween and a family Christmas. That's fair. Me too. I I completely agree. Halloween is my Olympics. (laughs) It is my bread and butter. Well, after my birthday. Yes, Kelsey loves her birthday. Yes. And I mean, unfortunately, I will probably, I was pushing because I was, I didn't get my 25th, big 25th birthday party that I wanted this year. So I had planned on having a last day of turning 25 birthday Mm -hmm. on like the day before my 26th birthday, but with COVID vaccinations, probably won't get to happen. So I know because you were pushing for my birthday because my mm-hmm. birthday's in june and you're like hey amy we gotta plan your birthday and i was like what do you mean well i was even <laughs> pushing for my boyfriend's birthday who was in may because he he's born on star wars day mm-hmm. and like he hates stars don't he loves star wars um <laughs> so i was like all right i'm gonna throw him like this really cool may the fourth barbecue because like he's born in star wars day but he's never had a star wars birthday party that seems like a very missed opportunity especially for a like a like a young boy no, or like, like a young man but like, this is like the second time someone has been like so Camille is born on Winnie the Pooh day and had never had a Winnie the Pooh birthday party until I think four years ago me and her roommate threw her a Winnie the Pooh birthday that's really I want to be born on Winnie the Pooh day that's so cute yeah I don't I don't think there's any there, I don't think there's anything special on my birthday I'm sure there's some random made up day well there's a random made up day like every day of the year yeah 
all I know is I remember growing up, movies always came out on my birthday. Mm. Like, there was at least two to three movies almost every single year that came out on my birthday. But I was never allowed to go have a movie theater birthday party. Like, we would never do that kind of stuff because my parents just kind of thought, A, it was a waste of time or money. Uh, like no, no, that's not a waste of money, going to see a movie on your birthday. I got to see Sharkboy and Lava Girl. <laughs> that's the only movie theater birthday I ever had, but it wasn't, like, the party room. It was just, like my mom bought us all like kid packs <laughs> yeah no i just looked up my birthday so we have national hot fudge sunday day national parents day and national wine and cheese day Ooh, charcuterie party yeah we, we could have a charcuterie bur- okay there we go there yeah. you go there we go if i cannot have my my big birthday yacht extravaganza again i also don't know how i'm gonna afford a yacht in six months but you know we can have a charcuterie party <laughs> You know what? That sounds bomb. I mean, this year's my 25th birthday, and I just want to have, like, a stupid-themed birthday. Like, everyone knows... Well, I feel like everyone knows, like, I'm a big Disney person, and there's this one year on Disney World's 25th anniversary, they made the, the castle look like this super ugly cake. And that's what I want. I just want like a super cheesy birthday. I want something that kind of looks like the castle. I just think it's fun. So you don't want to celebrate World Elder Abuse Awareness Day on your birthday? No. I I mean, look, I will I will I will I will give recognition <laughs> to that hall. Why is that on my birthday? Oh no. That's on your birth. According oh, to no. nationaltoday.com, that's what's uh, that's what's on your birthday. Oh, because when I looked it up, it said it was Nash- uh, Nature Photography Day. And I was like, I like that one. <laughs> Go. Also, apparently it's a uh, day of national sa- salvation of the, I'm going to pronounce this incredibly wrong, and I'm very sorry, of the Azerbaijani people. So yay, good for that on my birthday. Happy for him. Wow, you got three very interesting things for your birthday. Very different tonal days that give off very different energy. Kind of like I do as a Gemini. So honestly, it's kind of fitting. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So today's topic is not. It's not birthdays. It's not birthdays at all. No. (laughs) But like we we thought we'd keep it on the lighter side. A little bit fun, fresh, funky, you know, something for the girls, something for the gays and the days, you know. And that's it. Yeah. But we're gonna talk about today is workplace comedies. So like we get it. Everybody loves the office. It's not a personality trait, but like we get it's a good show. Yeah, I think I've seen that show through like three times. But we're not gonna talk about the office because we because I wanted to look like You know when you speak to a doctor and you ask them about, like, medical shows like Grey's Anatomy and looking at you? (laughs) It's not realistic at all. No. Like, you ask any doctor. I think they they did, like, a poll and the most realistic medical show was Scrubs. I could see that. Honestly, I have friends who work in, like, medical fields. My mom worked in the medical fields a little bit and I met all her nursing friends. Yeah, they're Scrubs. (laughs) Yeah, they're They're insane. Like, it's just, it makes no sense. You wonder sometimes how these people work in a hospital. You get a little confused, but no, it's true. Yeah, like, I watched, I think I made it through six seasons of Grey's Anatomy, and that was enough. It's enough for me. I always think of that TikTok sound effect that's, like, not to be straight phobic, (laughs) but could you imagine waking up and going... Mm, Grey's Anatomy is my favorite TV show. <laughs> and like no hate to people who watch it. I've I've yeah. never seen a single episode. I've seen clips like when people on Facebook pull the really dramatic scenes and like compile them into like a seven minute video. I get wrapped into those, but I've never actually seen a full episode from the show. I don't know who's McDreamy. I don't know who's McSteamy. I don't know which one of them got hit by a car or killed in a plane crash. I don't I don't know. Was either of those correct? Probably you, not. You were correct in there something. Just like think of like any plot line and they probably done it on Grey's Anatomy. Like we do stan our Canadian queen Sandra Oh. I want to make that very clear. Oh yes. Any clip I've seen of her in the show is amazing. She seems phenomenal. Yeah. But no, uh, Patrick Dempsey is McDreamy. Okay. And then you know the dad in Euphoria? Like Nate's dad? That's McSteamy. No, it's no! Yeah. 
No, I hate it. I hate that man so much in Euphoria. <laughs> oh, that man's the worst. Nah. Nah, I don't ever yeah. need to watch Grey's Anatomy. I'm good. Yeah. But anyway, so I have not... So, like The Office again, I haven't worked in an... I I kind of worked in, like, a call center, and I think... What's it called? Workaholics is about a call center, but I haven't seen the show. No. Yeah. But know what Canadian TV show I have seen? The one and only... 16. 16. Starting to find my way. And now I actually never worked in a mall. I think I applied at one point to like so many stores in the mall because you get like when you're when you're a teenager. So that show came out like I think we were like preteens. Yeah, we I think we were like probably like 10, 11, 12. So it gave you like this cool vibe of oh, you you and your friends, you all get jobs at the mall, then you can like sit in the food court together on your breaks and yes. it just like makes it sound like so cool and exciting. Now, Amy, who's worked in a mall, how, how realistic is that? So I've worked in a mall. I worked in a mall for a glorious eight months, and I hated every single second of it. Like, it was so miserable. Like, growing up, 16 was one of my favorite TV shows. And in case anybody doesn't know, it's about a group of friends who are 16 years old who are all trying to get different jobs in the mall. I think one of them works at, like, a lemonade stand that's kind of like... Yeah, so so Caitlin works at the lemonade stand that's supposed to be, like, Orange Julius. Yes. And then Jen works at the penalty box, which is supposed to be, I think, sports check. Yes. Nikki works at the khaki bar which is supposed to be The Gap. Yes. Wyatt works at Grind Me, which is the coffee shop, but he also worked at Taj Mahal <laughs> Video. And that doesn't age well at no, all. which I guess is like, well, like oh, just a home video store. Yes. Jude, and then Jude also worked at Taj Mahal Video. But like a couple, a couple of them changed jobs. Like the girls never changed jobs. No, the girls always had jobs, but then like, I think Jonesy got fired from a job oh, almost Jones- like every yeah. like, week or every episode. That was the running gag. He fi- yeah. got fired from like every store in the mall, but yet they kept hiring him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then Jude worked at Taj Mahal, and then he also worked, I think it was, like, Stick It, or whatever that place yeah. was, like, anything was put on a stick that you could eat. Oh, yeah, and then yeah. Wyatt also worked in the burger place as well, where oh, they had to sing. They had to sing all yeah. the time. Yeah, so growing up, like, any Canadian kid watched the show, loved it. Like, it was just so iconic. And so when I got to go work at a mall, it, personally, it wasn't by choice. It was because we, I had just come home from Florida and I needed a job. And the only coffee shop that was hiring was that one. And it just so happened my mom knew the manager and was able to get me an interview, like literally my third day back in Canada. So I went in and she's like, when can you start? And I was like, literally as soon as you need me. And she's like, what's your availability? I'm like, all the time. I need money. I'm broke. I need, Mm -hmm. like, I just need to start doing things. And I think like what 16 kind of did is it made it seem like everyone in the mall, like kind of gets along or like hangs out or like places give like mall discounts. But I think what the one thing about 16 was, is like you had like friends in the mall, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone wanted to have like friends who worked in different stores and I worked in the mall and I literally worked in the one place where I saw mall employees all the time it was a coffee shop they all came in for Mm. coffee all the time it was miserable but I also worked at a coffee shop that was right beside an apple store and right beside a parkade (laughs) so it was just hellish and nightmarish all the time and no one cares that you worked in a mall. <laughs> like, no one cares. Anytime I would ask people, I'm like, oh, what store do you work at? They're like, oh, like, Aritzia. Oh, I work at, like, Old Navy. And I'm like, okay, like, how's your day going? They're like, it's terrible. I'm like, great, cool. Like, I'm, like I would just, I would try to be nice, but they truly did not care. The only people that we would ever kind of get along with was the Mr. Pretzel stand. <laughs> And the the Cinzio, which was across from us. And we were only friends with them because, well, the pretzel place we were friends with because it was very weird. The pretzel place was a tiny little booth, all staffed by, like, young female girls. No one probably over the age of, like, 23, between, like, 17 to 23, they're all super young. And we had this, like, one shift at our store that would flirt with every single girl that he saw 
And it was kind of frustrating because he's very averagely like white boy attractive, like tall, good smile, good build, kind of funny, but like in the dumbest way. And so he would just hit on these girls all the time. So then we would just get free pretzels from them. (laughs) And he would maybe every once in a while give them free drinks. So it was like a mutual exchange. Mm -hmm. Same with the Cinnabon place. They'd be like, hey, uh, can I get a grande caramel macchiato? And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And they would just go, would you trade cinnamon buns for drinks? And I was like... Possibly, <laughs> like how like how many cinnamon buns are we talking? <laughs> yeah, no, like that that is like more common than you think. Because I didn't, I never worked in a mall, but I worked in like a shopping center, like area village. Yeah, so it was like grocery store, and then there was a bunch of stores. So I worked in like the Mexican restaurant, and then I started working at the coffee shop. Mm. I quit the Mexican restaurant to work at the coffee shop, but I would bring them like a bunch of drinks, and then they would trade me Mexican takeout for it. See, yeah. like <laughs> look, you make friends, you make it work. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most annoying things is like some of the like weird entitled mall employees being like, "Do you give like a like a mall employee discount?" And I'm like, "What is that? <laughs> like that's not a thing." Mm-hmm. Oh, but you know what? Sorry, now that I'm thinking about it, I've worked at two malls because I worked at the coffee shop back mm-hmm. in Calgary, and then I worked at uh, my retail store in um, Richmond. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Sorry, I was like, you totally worked at a. Mall. I, I would visit I, you at the mall. Yeah, like I've worked yeah. at two malls. Sorry, the, my retail job at the mall was a little bit more like chill because like you're in a retail store, not a lot going on, so that was fine. I'd have people come in and visit me all the time. Whereas like when I went to the coffee shop in the mall. We were so busy all the time that people would be like, oh, like, hey, Amy, how you doing? I'm like, can't talk. Making drinks. Nice to see you, though. Like, I had a friend who worked at the Apple store. And every time I would be at work, he would come in and just go, hey, Amy, like yell it from across the way. And I would just stick my hand up and wave (laughs) and get back to work. Like, that's all it was. Working retail at the mall was fine. Uh, but again, we always have people like, do you give like a mall employee discount? And I was like, that's not a thing. That is not a thing. I don't know where in the world that is ever a thing. I know sometimes stores, if you were an employee in the mall, would give you a discount every once in a while. Like They'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, like mall appreciation week or some mm-hmm. BS like that. Like when I worked retail, they did like a summer party thing where they were giving away like ice cream and like raffling off stuff and that was really nice but it was like for three days like no big deal there was always a couple rent-a-cops around and that was always really weird like the mall in richmond there was rent-a-cops on bikes all the time but there was a crime ring in that mall all right so that's a story for another day <laughs> no the rent-a-cop thing is funny because like in 16 it's like on the rent-a-cop on the rent-a-cop <laughs> and like they always have problems with him and he like takes his job far too seriously yeah he's insane but i remember so we don't really have like i don't know mall cops aren't a thing it's more like they're called like lps loss prevention yeah so when i was working at the drugstore, we had, like, these five LP, LP guys that were on rotation, and, like, nobody really liked any of them. Like, one of them was, like, super creepy and, like, refused to do his job, so if you were the one, like, stalking that day, like, stalking the shelves, he'd just stand beside you and talk away at you, and you're like, um, aren't you kind of supposed to be walking around making sure no one is stealing? That's weird. Yeah, and then I had another one who would sexually harass me. Oh, that's um, awful. Yeah, and that was that was super great. The only good one got bit by a customer and then had to go to the hospital and immediately get um. Well, it wasn't a customer; it was a homeless person. Did he get a tetanus shot? Uh, I think he also get, had to get tested for like a HIV. Yeah, because he got bit, and then I was. It was like midnight, and I was left in the store with just my manager, who was like a very small older woman. So it was just her and I at midnight and like our our drugstore was one that had the most theft in the area because it was at a SkyTrain station yeah because the only good LP guy we lost him because somebody bit him I hope that guy is doing okay now. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, the thing with, like, because I, because we have a, we have a drugstore that we go to. It's, like, the closest one to our house. And they are, like, I'm not stealing. I'm absolutely not stealing. But the amount, like, if you head to the cosmetic section first, they stare at you. 
Yeah. Well, I think that's also kind of some of the products that are the most stolen. Well, like, no, they are. how oh, easy yeah. it is to put eyeliner, like, in your pocket. Yeah. But, like, the problem is, too, so you called me the other day, because, like, the, my, the face, it would, no, the moisturizer, I, like, was in stock. Yes. And I was like, oh, and I and I missed it. So, I got, I think I texted you back, like, ten minutes later, and yeah. you're like, uh, I didn't get it, because... <laughs> Because I was like, I went down that aisle and I, I was like looking and then I went around the door store waiting for like a message and then I went back to that aisle and the guy just like kept, you know, doing the thing where they look at the shelves where you know they're watching you mm-hmm. and then I went down another aisle and he followed me and I was like, hey, shit, I gotta go because he thinks yeah. I'm gonna steal something. Yeah, or if I'm like, I'm being like really indecisive because also too with COVID, I don't like to touch products, mm-hmm. but like when I'm being indecisive and I'm like staring, going back and forth, they'll like watch me intently and I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm just reading the label. <laughs> like, I get it. You know, theft is a thing and it's their job. Yeah. They just get really annoying. Yeah. Because you're like, dude, I'm not stealing. I'm clearly just an indecisive bitch. Like today. <laughs> so I was on the hunt today for this Elf CC cream. It's supposed to be like a dupe for the It Cosmetics. Yeah. So I go into Superstore and they've completely changed their cosmetic section. Oh, God. So I was like walking back and forth trying to find like the Elf section. And then I found it. And then I couldn't remember the the name of it. So I was like looking up through my phone through all the same TikToks I had to try and find it. And then this girl who's like, she's like slowly stalking the shelves and she's just staring at me. And I'm like, like, sweetheart, like mind your business. <laughs> I promise. Like I, I'm on my phone. I'm not looking yeah. at your products. Like it's yeah. fine. Let it go. Just trying to find the name to make sure I buy the right one. Yeah. Another show to talk about. Favorite of mine now. Now, I I briefly worked for them. Parks and Rec is one of my favorite TV shows of all time. Like, definitely oh, in the top ten. Yeah, mine too. We actually went and saw Michael Schur speak, and that was really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, it was super cool. And, like, Leslie and Anne are, like, the epitome of our friendship. Absolutely. Like, I think, when I think of Amy, I just always think of the scene where Anne comes into town and Leslie screams, Anne's here! Anne's here! Exactly. That's yeah. us. To a team. That's us. So I briefly worked in Parks and Rec. In um, in Victoria, all the rec centers are owned by owned by the municipalities. Mm-hmm. So I worked in the arena. I handed out skates at public skating. You know, very exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. I sold um, gross-ass hot dogs at the, uh, the Junior B hockey games. Absolutely, as one does. Yeah. But I got this job because my mom worked there. And now my mom has lots of stories. She wants her name not included. It's okay. Yeah. So when Parks and Rec first came out, because, like, Parks and Rec kind of started when, like, the office was ending. So they had, like, the same kind of, like, initial, like, format with, like, the mockumentary. Yeah. And it was, like, it's kind of like, like, the first season of The Office is god-awful. It's so, so, so terrible. Mm -hmm. And, like, the first season of Parks and Rec isn't nearly as bad. But and I, it's pretty bad. It, it, but not as bad as The Office. Yeah. No, the first season of Parks and Rec is just, you can tell that they are, like, trying to find their footing. Yes. So my mom watched the first couple episodes, and she was like, no. And I was, and I was like, oh, do you think it's not realistic? And she's like, no. So this is when she was working, like, in a different position. And she had, I don't think she had been working in Parks and Rec for long. But the thing is, it didn't appeal to her because it felt like she was taking her work home. That's fair, but it was yeah. like when we went and saw Michael Schur speak, yeah. not to like, not trying to like stunt on anybody. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's not, I'm not trying yeah. to like flex. It was just, it was a really cool opportunity mm-hmm. that, that we got to have because we went and saw him because it was like Good Place and Parks and Rec and all those things. Someone asked him a question being like, how did you like frame like making Parks and Rec like that's not a job or a place people really you really think like you care about Mm -hmm. and when he went to go talk to people who works in Parks and Recreation everyone who works in Parks and Rec hates the government yeah (laughs) like they're all Ron Swanson's Mm -hmm. and he found that really interesting because they're all people who are like trying to figure out how to make government not involved in their department. They're like, no, like, go away. We just want to deal with our parks and, like, not do anything. So, so it, it, he, he actually went and talked to people. So, I guess yeah. that makes sense why your mom found it, like, way too realistic. Yeah. And you know what the most realistic part about that whole show is? You know, the citizens of Pawnee... Yes. And the the town halls and you know all the ridiculous requests. 
That is the most realistic part. Well, we saw that, like, during yeah. all the COVID things where all the people were, like, freaking out at these towns. I was like, oh, these are things that actually happen. Yeah. Right. So, I have some stories to tell from my mother and others who have worked in Parks and Rec. All right. So, one person was in a position of facility booking. So, if you wanted to book a arena, a park, like a public park, because you can book public parks for weddings and stuff. Yes. Any rooms or stuff, you had to call them. And then another person who I interviewed, names kept out for privacy reasons, yes. worked in program support. So, they support Parks and Rec. Basically, like, kind of think of, like, Leslie and April's job. Like, you know, like a mix of both, right? Yeah. So, one part's a, the biggest part of the program support support job currently is tree management. So tree issues are the number one call to to this department from because you have to call them if you want to cut down a tree or like for tree if you want to trim a tree because we have of course a lot of like endangered trees. Yeah. So like you can't cut down an oak tree or like a Douglas fir. Yeah. But there was a call from a from a concerned citizen that the tree across the street is leaning an inch more than last year and if it falls. It could fall on my apartment building. What are you going to do about that? Was this person measuring the tree? How did it know that it yeah. moved an inch? Yeah. An inch? That's an literally inch. your, like, if you look at your finger, it's like the bone in between, like, where it points and the middle joint. It's not that much. Yeah. So, uh, is, ma'am, is the tree coming out of the roots? No, it moved an inch. What are you going to do about that? That is how most, apparently, of these calls go. That's so funny because it reminds me of when I lived back home in Calgary. We had a giant Christmas tree type tree. I don't know what they're called. Fir tree? Probably. And it it hung off the sidewalk a little bit. So you kind of just had to jolt around it. Mm. I didn't care. No one on our property cared. One day when I came home, out of nowhere, there was like a square cut in the tree. Someone had literally just cut... Like, didn't even try to trim it. Just, like, cut off the branches that were protruding because someone called yeah. the Parks and Rec Department on my aunt's house. And my aunt was like, now the tree just looks stupid. Like, we would have trimmed it if anyone would have asked. Yeah. Well, people are petty over trees, man. Oh, yeah. Here's another one. So, another call to the Parks Department. You need to do something about the planters in the middle of the road. You know, like those meridians in the middle of the road. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about it? It needs weeding. <laughs> there are weeds. It needs weeding. Ma'am, is this your personal garden? Yeah. I feel like the city has more important things to do than weed some planters that are literally there just to, like, throw some zest into yeah. your morning commute. I don't... Oh. Oh, oh, don't worry, Amy. There's more calls. This is why I did not tell you them beforehand. Oh, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. Another call. There's an issue I need to bring to your attention. Oh, what is it? There's a grocery cart in the waterway. And um, it needs to be removed because it's disturbing the fish. That's really nice that she's thinking of the wild. I see why Ron Swanson hated his job. Yeah. I see. How did Leslie do it? Yeah. Let Leslie, truly a saint of our yeah. times. Oh, my God. Like, because you think, because we all think like, oh, you know, we'd be like, you know, like a Leslie. But or like, oh, you hope you'd be like a Chris. No, we're all we'd all be Ron Swanson's and April's. I mean, I'd be like a Chris because I love his I'm dead yeah. <laughs> attitude with his thumbs up. It's great. But no, we're all we're all April's. Yeah. And then, so that was like, those are like the weird requests. Oh, no, I've got one more request story. Oh, good. So someone called and they're like, um, I need someone to come to rake the leaves off my lawn because the municipal's tree dropped them. So you need to come rake them. I see their argument. I see where they're coming from. I truly do. That doesn't matter, though. It's still on your property. But I, I get where they're coming from. Yeah. No. Oh, so those are some of the requests. Apparently, there was a lot more, but like... We would be here all day. Yeah, we'd be here all day. So now I want to get into the some of the stories. So, like, Amy, why don't you tell your story you told me today about what happened in front of the coffee shop, and then I'll tell you this story. Oh, no. Okay, so this happened to me the other day at work. I was working with Mike, uh, one of my lovely little co-workers, and it was very quiet. We were literally just sitting talking. I was about to be off, and... And we see this man walk by and like we're just we just see this man and he looks into the store 
and the store is empty. So we, we see him look at us and we're like, okay. And he turns around and I go, this guy's coming into the store and he heads towards the door. And I'm like, okay, let's put on our customer face. Let's get ready to go. Guy just, he, he came really close to the door. doesn't go to the door. And by my work's front doors, there's this, like, there's steps that go upstairs. So there's this, like, weird cement kind of underneath thing where people will smoke. They'll do unholy things, you know. But there is, like, we have some patio furniture. And it's right by our our garbage door. So we're like, oh, that was kind of weird. Like, he looked like he was going to come in and then didn't. And then he goes behind this cement wall and just like is standing there and I go oh oh no is 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 he doing the thing I think he's gonna do and I like I couldn't bear to watch because I'm like this man's gonna pee or do something so I like I crouch down and I look at my coworker and I go what is he doing <laughs> and she goes yeah he's peeing he is peeing in the corner and I was like Sir, we have, like, we have a public bathroom. And a lot of the times people get really nervous. Like, they don't want to ask. Like, I get it. It is nerve-wracking. But we have a public bathroom. And I have to sit here watching you pee? I don't want to watch that. No one wants to watch that. Me and my coworker are both young women. I'm like, great. Thanks so much for ruining my night. <laughs> so that was, that was my story. Does your story involve peeing? I know. Already ready to uh, be one no. uh, So, I don't want to be one <laughs> So, like, when you go to a park and, like, you have a dog, it's by law. Clean up. If your dog poops, clean up the dog poop, right? Yes. Like, don't be an asshole. Clean up your dog's poop. Yeah. Well, they were having a problem with dog poop. Well, they were having a problem with, sorry, with poop in this park. Oh, no. So, they go out to, like, I get. They guess they send, a, send someone out there to, like, clean. They catch a man who had been pooping in the park walkways every single day. Why is this man pooping? <laughs> what? Why? I have so many questions, but the first one is why. I don't know. I never got a why. That was it. That was the story. Pooping in the the park walkways. Oh, but like the park pooper. The the park. Okay, this sounds like some dumb thing off of like Bob's Burgers or like that Central Park Apple TV show, The Park Pooper. Like, who is he? <laughs> no, and then so we so there's also a lot of like dog parks too, and there there was a dog park by like my mom's office, and she would see this guy every day drive up in his truck, let the dog out, he would close the door, go drive to get a coffee from Tim Hortons, come back ten minutes later, open up the car door, and then the the dog would jump right back in. That's a very well trained dog. Like I'm not like yeah. that to me. That's impressive. It is hard for me to get mad at this man. Yeah. But also, you can't leave your dog unattended. Yeah, like, huh? Like, that's, like, that is, like, the weirdest story. And I'm just, like, and I was, like, was I was, like, was it, like, a dog park? And it's, like, no, it was just, like, it was a park, like, dogs were allowed at. But just, yeah. But I feel like any time a park allows dog people go, oh, it's a dog park. Yeah. And then they get mad that other people are around. And it's, like, this is a human park, first of all. Dogs come secondary. But I digress. Yeah. <laughs> no. And then the last weird story I'll tell is... So this was um, one of the receptionists. So when the receptionist was working at the pool, so like the, you know, when you go to a community center and you pay to go use the pool. Yeah. Well, the receptionist is also in charge, too, of like... if You know, they, the lockers are always used with quarters. Yes. So she goes So she goes into the pool change room to fix one of the lockers because I guess somebody's key got jammed. So she was like going to fix it because they have like a master key so they yeah. can open up the lockers. So she's helping this woman get her locker open and this older lady like we're talking like eight over 80 buck ass naked corners her like in the corners in the lockers <laughs> about how like things that need to be changed about the pool and how she didn't feel the chlorine level was correct <laughs> buck ass naked that is so that is so threatening <laughs> I could, I could not. I'd be like, yes, ma'am, we will get these chlorine levels set straight right away. Like, like, where do you even look? I could not. She was like, I I was like, look it down. Like, I don't know where to look. Good. As someone who used to go public swimming a lot, and my neighborhood pool was like literally all old people, I have seen things that 
nobody should ever see. So, like, I I feel that we do not pay our civil servants nearly enough. Like, oh, my God. And then the, the other thing, so, but then, like, so that was, like, the receptionist's, like, worst story, because, yeah, I would be, like, mm, cute. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah no. it's, like, it's, like, when the, the customer called me and started telling me all about their yeast infection. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Great. Thanks so much. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Late fee waived. Yeah. So, okay, so there, so the pool would open at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yes. And that's, of course, when you get your older people. Yes. So, two old men came in every day to go swimming, and we would get, they would give her hard candy every day. So, they were, like, they were two friends, and that's, yeah. that's what they did. Instead of meeting for coffee, they would meet at the pool every day. Oh, that's sweet. And they would always offer her hard candy, and then she would be like, how are you? And he'd say, I'm still buying green bananas. So, that was his way of saying, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah. that's really good i'm buying green bananas i got time to wait for them yeah so that's he, so good i'm sorry wow that's a good line so he'd meet his friend at the pool every morning and they would they'd go in the pool and they would stand and they would sneak sponges in their in their swim trunks and they would stand and wash the walls of the side of the pool. Okay, I thought you said they were gonna wash wash each other, <laughs> no. and I'm like, please no. This story was really sweet. That's they're helping, but they're helping, which was technically not allowed. But like. The receptionist, she, she was like, they're nice, they're harmless, I'm gonna let them wash Yeah, it's not the like pool. they're taking bleach and yeah. doing some, they're just, yeah, I would just let it go too. Yeah, they just tucked it in their pockets because it wasn't technically allowed, but yeah. Oh my god. So yeah, so that's a, the, the fun jaunt in Parks and Rec, and honestly, it sounds so, like... That sounds like the TV show. Yeah. Like, straight up. Yeah, and another thing, like, my favorite, one of my favorite things with, like, when, again, bringing up the Michael Schur talk, because we're those people. We're those people. You know, in Parks and Rec, how they have, um, how they hate the library. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> That's a thing. That's a real thing. <laughs> Yeah. They seem awful. I mean, yeah. like, please support your local library. Yeah. Like, that's important. But librarians have a weird superiority complex about yeah. them. No, when, when I was a kid, my mom got into a fight with a librarian. Oh, so, because every year she would take us to do, they had, like, the summer program where you got stickers for reading a certain yeah, amount of books. Yeah, So, one time, and I, like, I was, like, I'm, I'm a, re- like, when I was a kid, I just devoured books so fast. So, you're, I think my limit on my card was 10 books, and I take out 10 books at a time. Yeah. Because my mom was like, I'm not taking you to the library every day. Just take out 10 <laughs> books. So one time, one of the books accidentally got underneath my bed. Oh, no. And I returned, like, I'd returned the nine, but I forgot about that. And the librarian called, and they're like, you have a late fee. And my mom was like, my daughter is obsessive about her books. She returned all of her books. Like, I saw her, and she got into a fight with the librarian, which is weird, because my mom's, like, not a Karen at all. Yeah. But, like, my mom was so hurt. She had such faith in me and also I guess the hate for the library she was really no risk at all yeah because whatever it's the library yeah <laughs> and then it turned out one of them was under my bed <laughs> did she apologize I think she did oh, and, okay and then she I, I think like my fee ended up being like 78 cents <laughs> whole 78 yeah. cents wow yeah wow wow no. wow yeah they email you now though so. well yes it's a digital era <laughs> And now they just don't let you take out books. They're yeah. like, nah, no more books. You're yeah. cut off. So the last show I want to talk about, which we've kind of touched on already, is Bob's Burgers. Mm-hmm. So I never grew up watching Bob's Burgers. Like, I very much started watching it as an adult. Like, I really don't know when it came out. It, well, it didn't. It, it came out, like, when we were becoming adults. Oh, okay. Like, so it, I wasn't too missed the No, because I think there's... It's been out. It's t- the show's ten years old. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it had its tenth anniversary like a couple weeks ago. So it came out when we were like fifteen. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So no, I like I, I've dressed up as Louise for Halloween. I still have her hat. I love the show, mm-hmm. and I think it's a very accurate portrayal of how like family businesses are run. Amy, we dressed up as T- Tammy and Josh. Oh my god, yeah, we did. I yeah. totally forgot. <laughs> 
forgot. Sorry. Yes. We've, so I've done two Bob's Burgers yeah. costumes. You have yeah. done one. Yeah. Our best friend Kaylee and her fiance dressed up as, as Bob, Bob and, and Linda. Linda one year. Like, yeah. it's just, and the show is very, like, relatable because, mm-hmm. again, it has that, like, really good, incredibly weird family dynamic. Mm-hmm. But a lot of families are like that. Yeah. And, like, Bob and Linda owning a business is very endearing. Like, if there was a legitimate Bob's Burgers restaurant, I would go to it. Like, I think I follow a TikTok account where the a girl has the cookbook from the show. Mm-hmm. And so every cup, like every TikTok, she makes one of the burgers. <laughs> and I think that's really fun. Yeah. No, I've worked for two family run restaurants. Mm-hmm. Well, like fam- one was family owned because the owner, her son was six. So he wasn't working there yet. Yes. <laughs> Although, like, poor soul when he starts because she was, like, a drill sergeant. <laughs> like, she was, like, she, like, I mean, that place was, like, one of the cleanest restaurants. I think it probably was the cleanest restaurant I ever worked in because, like, mm. restaurants, they're kind of dirty. They're kind of nasty, oh, like, to be honest. Like, yeah. even even your five-star restaurants, they're nasty in yeah. the kitchen. But, no, this place was spotless because, like, she put the fear of God and anime in your eyes. <laughs> That place was not clean. Fair enough. Yeah. But the other one I worked for, I worked in an Italian restaurant. And it was an Italian pasta restaurant, again, owned by the owner, but he didn't work there. But, like, they very much treated their employees like family. Like, people had been there for years. Yes. And the one thing, like, about the difference between, like, a family-owned restaurant and, like, a corporate-owned restaurant is changing things. Yeah. So, you know, in Bob's, they pers- do the burger of the day. Yeah, like, baby, you can yeah. drive my car. That's, like, yeah. a big, famous one. But if you work at a chain, you have to, you like, if you worked at, like, Cactus, you can't just, like, whip out a special of the day. No. So, when I was bartending there, you had, like, we had specific days where, so we'd always have a cocktail and a beer on special every day. Now, like, we had margarita Mondays and then like eat some days had certain days but then some days I like the cocktail could be whatever cocktail I choose well I got really fucking bored after bartending there for almost two years yeah of course yeah of like we had like five cocktails on the menu so I started coming up with like I started like looking up cocktails try like experimenting uh some days they would like taste great but like some days not a single person like I because I would write out I, I ro- always wrote out what was in it and like I tell the servers because I always like did the chalkboard too yeah and and they're like what the fuck is that I was like I don't know like I tried to make like a because on Canada Day I put like Molson Canadian was on special yeah and then I tried to do like this Canadian flag drink where I did like strawberry pure like I think it was a daiquiri it was like rum then strawberry puree then pina colada puree and then strawberry puree so it like kind of looked like a Canadian I drink that that sounds bomb and, like, nobody wanted to order it. And I was like, what? what you, where is this been? I guess maybe, well, I guess maybe if you want to be, like, more Canadian, you should have done something with, like, Crown Royal yeah. or something maple. Um, yeah. But, like, maple-flavored alcohol is disgusting. Yeah. But anyway. No, Crown Royal maple is gross. I remember when we had to sell that at the theme park. And now they discontinued it. Yeah. Is, for a reason. Yeah, it was, well, it was not that bad, but, like, it was, it was not great. No. So, but yeah, like you, that's like the only time, like if you obviously were like the only, when you're bartending, you can kind of be like, what do you want? And then you can kind of like make just like, you can customize, bartending's a lot easier than like food. Cause I know like when you work at restaurants and you want like substitutions and stuff. Yeah. And like some people can like rack up. Cause I, when I worked at an Italian restaurant, they would like rack up these huge like substitutions. Cause it would be like, it's substitute that for that. Well, there's a charge. And then they get really mad at you and you're like, well, why can't you just order off the menu? Yeah. Some people are really ridiculous. Yeah. And then you would try to make it so, like, they wouldn't be charged, like, if their pasta dish was, like, $17. This one lady, like, ordered from us every single week. And with her substitutions, it was almost $30. Ma'am, I'm sorry. Make it at home. Exactly. Make it at home for half the price. Yeah. No, but I can't imagine, like, running... A restaurant with your family like I know there's tons of families who do it especially like obviously like a bunch of Chinese restaurants are family run yes 
and they are strong people to be able to work with your family members. Yeah, like, I never, like, really, like, worked for my aunt. Like, I helped her with figure skating, but I know, like, my aunt, like, technically owns her own business, mm-hmm. and the amount of receipts that she used to help me make her count out during tax season, because when you own your own business, you can you can write off a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So she kept every single receipt in, like, shoeboxes, and she'd be like, hey, Amy, here's a shoebox. I need you to organize it to this, into this, into this. And I'm like, okay. So I would sit there for, like, five hours just organizing receipts from like small businesses well like i worked with my sister at the arena Mm. we worked we worked the concession together and weirdly like my sister and i like we're obviously we're sisters we argue like we're only a year apart in age so we argue a lot yeah and like working together was fine because we both one time we got into a fight when we were working together but like we're both like weirdly professional it's like we were barely speaking to each other yeah (laughs) she was like running the cash register and I was making the popcorn. It was like this tension in the air. Yeah, well there's been the odd time where like, because my mom also works at the coffee shop every once in a while uh, this was like way back she'd be like Amy someone called in sick can you work today and I'd be like yeah sure so then I'd go and work with my mom but I can't at work be like hey mom can you pass me that hey mom can you grab me that so I'd have to be like hey like I'm not gonna say her name (laughs) and I'd be like this seems weird and like everyone at work knew I was her daughter hey uh, hey Glenda (laughs) yeah like I'm like ah and then like my mom be like hey Amy it's time for your break and I'm like I don't like this dynamic like this is creeping me out it just it feels wrong even though it's not it's like calling your boyfriend chef yes chef (laughs) yes chef thank you chef yeah it's it's a weird dynamic it's a weird dynamic so and it's even weirder when all your like all the people you're working with knows that this is a dynamic going on yeah like it was kind of like when we were to the coffee shop together like everyone knew that we were roommates and and hang out so every time we'd work together people are like oh here comes kelsey and amy and i'd be like i don't i literally don't treat kelsey any different than how I treat anyone else. So y'all need to get over it. I have never, okay, like I'm gonna put it out there, I have never gotten special treatment. I think like the only thing <laughs> is everyone's so like, you wanna go clean the bathroom? We'd be like, no. And I'm like, alright, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. No, but like even cause like growing up, my dad was always my baseball coach and I never saw any favoritism. Like I was treated hard, like worse than everybody else. It's like, who's gonna sit this in? Kelsey. And I was like, you're my dad. Well, I can't show any favoritism favoritism even though the other coach heavily favorited his daughter Mm. like when I was on when I was playing soccer the coach literally like favorited his daughter so hard but she literally hated soccer so much and did not want to be there one time she just sat down like I really wanted to be goalie yeah and that was his daughter's position so he like immediately didn't like me Mm. one time she just sat on the grass and she was done with him and like we all just watched the ball roll past her into the goal because she was just done and I was sitting on the bench going put me in coach like what I will go guard that net <laughs> yeah God. like we were we were tied like it was zero zero <laughs> we're God. losing like just pull her out she's just here to eat orange slices <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think my, like, most... I mean, obviously, there's way more shows we could talk about. Unfortunately, like, with a lot of workplace comedies, they are jobs we have not had. Like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is great, but Amy and I have not and will never be police officers. No, and also all cops are bastards, and that shows, like, a weird representation about it. So, I mean, there's also, like, Law & Order SVU and, like, Criminal Minds, and you just started watching Superstore. I did, which I have worked... For Superstore, yes. which is weird. And, like, I started watching, like, I'm watching this show, and I was like, no, why the show's unrealistic? They're smiling. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I haven't, well, now that there's masks, I don't see anyone smiling yeah. anymore. But, like, the, besides yeah. the point, like, I've never really seen happy no. people. No, and the, the store manager cares about his employees. Oh, that's a shocker. Like, it's so, you know, it's, like, I get, like, the cust. they do these, like, little bits with, like, customers doing dumb stuff. They're just, like, cutaway gags, and... That is the most realistic part of the show. Yeah, no, 100%. Is the little, is the stupid things customers are doing. Like, one cutaway was just a kid grabbed a plate and smashed it on the ground. 
and I was like, seen that happen before. Yeah, truly. Yeah, or like people putting back in like the wrong places. <laughs> and like, oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I've been guilty. I've, I've done that a couple No, times. but like <laughs> when you leave a milk carton in the card section. Yeah. yeah. No, like what, what, what is your story? How did you yeah. get here? Yeah. And like the only other realistic thing I found was employees hiding things they want. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. I have done that so much. Oh, yeah. No, we've all done that. Yeah, like, we've all done that. There's one episode where a bunch of all the baby stuff's on sale, and she just had a baby, and she's like, I can't afford the new stuff. So she's just, like, going around hiding it. And then later her coworker comes with all of it, and he's like, you would not imagine the putbacks today. I found shampoo in jean pockets. And she's just, like, trying not to smack him across the head. <laughs> Uh, well, if people liked this episode, maybe we can do a part two. Maybe yeah. we can talk about movies that have mm-hmm. jobs in them because there's lots of movies that also just like have jobs or like mm-hmm. throwaway job gags. Yeah, there's a there's a movie about a theme park. Yeah, talk about that. We can talk about that. Yeah, but no, because I, I just I always thought it was an interesting topic where a lot of times we see these shows or sorry we see these jobs being portrayed in media. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, that'd be great. I don't know how many people I've seen like, I wish Michael Scott was my boss. Do you really wish Michael Scott no. was your boss? I sure the hell don't. He He's charming in a weird way, but I don't trust that man as far as I can throw him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think that's kind of all we got for this week. Kelsey, yeah. got any final thoughts? I hope this week was this week was supposed to be light and fun, fresh, flirty, you know. So I guess, Amy, why don't you give them the plug, give them the outro? I, I don't really have much more to say. No. All right. So now it's my turn. And thank you guys so much for listening this week. We hope you enjoyed our little TV show talk. Uh, I loved the Parks and Rec stories. I didn't hear a single one of them before I came out. So that was that was quite a ride. And I, I enjoyed them. So I hope you guys, too. Make sure that you're following us on all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at Can You Take My Shift. We post TikToks. We post updates there. We like to interact with you guys in the comments. Or if you have any DMs, anything you want us to talk about in future episodes, Please don't hesitate just to ask us. Like, we're very open-minded. We just want to hear from you guys, and we love hearing from you. You can follow us on Twitter at CYTMS Podcast. There, we post memes. We try to tweet once a week. It's a little difficult. But again, if you have any topics you want us to talk about, you can DM us on there, reply to our tweets. Again, we love to hear from you. And on our Instagram and on our Twitter, you can find all our personal handles. So if you want to follow us personally, again, we're trying to get Kelsey to her 11,000 followers goal. Hey, I got a new pity follow this week. <laughs> Thank you so much, Cleffa. See, there you go. One more, one step closer. That's all that matters. Yeah. And see, if you can surpass me, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you something nice if you can surpass me. Is that fair? Will you buy me a fish named Glenn? Sure. You just have to take care of it. All right. How many followers do you have? I currently have 349. All right. Twitter famous friends. (laughs) Get on it. Get on it. Let Kelsey get her fish, Glenn. Why Glenn? Glenn is the name of the manager in the Superstore show, and he actually cares about his employees. Oh, that's really sweet. That's really sweet. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let's help Kelsey get a fish named Glenn. That's now the, that's, that's the first goal. The second goal, 11,000 followers. Baby steps. And also, we got off track, but that's okay. What else is new on this podcast? Yeah. To listen to us, you can listen to us on Anchor. They're great. They're what we uh, host our podcast on. You can listen to us on Spotify. If you listen to us on fo- Spotify, please give us a little follow so then the new episodes go straight to your account. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please drop us a five-star rating. And also a little, if you want to write a review, that's really helpful for us too because it helps us stay on the charts. You can also listen to us on Google Podcasts. And you can also find us on YouTube if you prefer to watch and listen to it. And if you watch us on YouTube, please give us a like, a subscribe, a comment if you really enjoy it. Because we'll hopefully be coming out with some more fun content on YouTube soon. It's just filming YouTube videos is difficult and it takes a lot more effort. We need a little bit more space. We need a little bit more space, but hopefully we'll be coming to your screens sometime this year Mm -hmm. so i think that's all i have to plug this week that's all i can think of in my little brain so until next week kelsey can you take my shift well see 
I'm obviously going to get those followers this week, so I've got to go to PetSmart to um, get a new bowl for Glenn. So oh, very oh. busy. Okay, what what kind of shape bowl do you want? A tank, because fish don't belong in bowls; they belong in tanks. That is fair. All right. Well, hopefully. I don't think next week you'll get 300 <laughs> followers. If you do, wow, good for you. But we'll get you that fish. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system.